You want to help make the world a better place. And you can. Every action you do can make a difference, even buying clothes. I want to tell you about GrapeCat. GrapeCat.com is an online vegan-themed retail store carrying all of your fashion needs, from t-shirts to coats and wallets to duffel bags and everything in between. GrapeCat.com prides itself on carrying eco-friendly and U.S.-made merchandise. If you want to buy really great clothes while making sure that you're not buying into companies that exploit animals for profit, GrapeCat.com is for you. Check out their online store today. They also donate a percentage of all purchases to animal charities. For great clothes and to support a great cause, GrapeCat.com. Express your love for all things vegan with GrapeCat.com. Thank you for dressing compassionately. to Vegan Styled Life. I'm James Lucas from Grape Cat. We sell high quality vegan and eco-friendly clothing and accessories at grapecat.com. And I am Ellen Champion of Champion Relationship Coaching. And I'm a life and relationship coach who helps people with their relationships and to find the right partner instead of always ending up with the wrong one. So this week was busy with the holidays mm -hmm. and travel. I got to eat at some great restaurants. We were in DC and I ate at Hip City Veg yeah. and finally had the disco chicken that... <laughs> I love that. It was delicious. That is my favorite sandwich. So that was delicious and I went to Mana. Now at Mana their, their menu is all meat but the chef is so good that he made three vegan dishes for us and he just mm. they just asked what we liked what we didn't like and then he made three separate vegan meals which is frustrating i mean i wish they had a vegan option on the menu but right. it was it was one of the best meals i've had so so that's not a vegan it's not restaurant. a vegan restaurant okay. but if you go and you tell them you're vegan they'll make you something very nice and you know, I've been told by a number of different chefs uh, at non-vegan uh, restaurants that they actually like that because it makes it, it gives them an opportunity to be creative. They're not usually creative because they're just spitting out the same, you know, dish all the time. So I think that was kind of cool. Well, that's also the mark of a good restaurant when yeah. you can go in there and say, you know, I'm vegan and mm -hmm. they come out with something creative because... Usually when you go to these restaurants, they're just like, okay, I'll take the chicken off of it, or they'll take the meat and the cheese off of it, yes. and that's what you're stuck with. Yes. So it's nice, it is nice to go to a restaurant yeah. and get exact, you know, a, a mm -hmm. vegan meal. Yeah. But that being said, oh, and by the way, you were in the Hip City in Washington, D.C., that, yes, that yes. one, because Hip City has three locations in Philadelphia and one in D.C., but he was in the one, D.C., and Mana was Wilmington, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yep. Okay. So the only thing is, is that, you know... Um, Years ago, I, I've heard of vegans who didn't want to go to non-vegan restaurants because they didn't trust them. And I kept on feeling, well, you know, I get that, um, but, you know, you have to live in this world and, you know, sometimes you just have to 
trust. Uh, but I have had actually uh, a couple of um, experiences where I did trust and I realized I shouldn't have. Have you ever had experiences like that? Well, it, it's tough because, mm -hmm. you know, even if they do have a vegan item, sometimes they're cooking it on the same grill that mm -hmm. they just cook the non-vegan item. Yes. So there is the cross-contamination. So it is a personal choice. Like, are you going to let that slide? Are you going to be more hardcore about it and figure right. out if they do have two separate cooking spots for that? You know, it, 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 it's yeah. tough eating out. And that's, you know, that's... Yeah. Sometimes you have to weigh what's more important. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only... It, that's a personal choice. We can't make that choice for you. Um, I know that... Uh, and I'm going to name drop. Um, I went to Chambers uh, in um, Doylestown. In Doylestown, and I was going there a lot. I got to know the the, uh, and I, I would go there when relatives, let's say, would come up and visit me um, out of state, and and they're not vegan, so there I knew I could have, you know, they could get what they want, and I could get what I want. And uh, Jason, who was spectacular, he was sending me. When I, w I called him up the first time and I said, hi, this is the situation. And he said, great, just let me know, what, you know, when do you think you'll be here? And he started creating dishes. He was so excited about doing this because he actually used to work in a vegetarian uh, restaurant somewhere. And, um, and he was actually texting me photos of what he was going to uh, serve me, which they, my goodness, it looked so beautiful and wonderful and tasty. And, and it was. Um, and, uh, then, um, there was this salad that's already on the menu, but he doctored it up a bit to, you know, he put beets in there and just different things and made it vegan. Um, and later on, I've been, I was going there for a while with this and, and loving everything that they did, but I found out that he was putting honey and again, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty hardcore. <laughs> okay. Um, I am vegan, uh, and we're going to go into that. That's our topic. What does vegan mean? Um, and but it bothered me, if, even if I didn't care about the honey, which I do. At the beginning, when I became vegan, I didn't. But now I do. Um, but even if I didn't care, the fact that he did not disclose that when he was saying everything was vegan, there is absolutely nothing in there. And I mean, I went over it with him and over it with him. And then later on, like months down the road, I found out that there was, he was putting, he could, and he comes and saying, no, but there's only a small amount. Well, that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. That is not the point. So, you know, you have to, you know, it's a personal choice, like, like you were saying, and uh, you have to make that choice for you. I stopped going there. I stopped going there because I need to trust. And he lost my trust. So that was that. Um, the food was good. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, um, good service and all that. But I, I just, that, that did it for me. So I just never went back. But, um, but yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. I just wanted to bring that up no, because no, of what you were talking that's, about. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So yesterday I was in New York City. I went to uh, Blossom Du Jour. It's there's very there's a lot of um, they're very small. They're they serve fast food, and I had a tofu scramble burrito that was delicious. Um, this was the their 
their spot in near Columbus Circle, which is interesting because mm-hmm. it's it's like a little mini mall of restaurants and stores in the subway station. Oh wow! So okay. it's it's funny you 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 walk down there and it looks like a normal subway station, and then you turn the corner and there's this beautiful aisle of yes. restaurants and stores and you're mm-hmm. like this is weird and then when you get to the end it's the ugly new york <laughs> subway station again <laughs> so <laughs> but it's a great spot i mean there's a whole foods upstairs so if you want to go upstairs and eat oh, something wow. there but yeah definitely check check out blossom du jour mm-hmm. um when you're in new york city and then and it's a beautiful restaurant yeah this is I mean, just yeah. this, this is just there's nowhere to sit it's just you right. walk in and the kitchen's right there. They hand you your food and then mm-hmm. they have tables and chairs right. outside for you to sit at right. in the in the middle of the the mall there. Right, but Blossom does have another location where it's a you know it's a nice restaurant. So yeah, and that's that's South. That's Ninth and I don't know. It's in the twenties, I think, somewhere. Yeah, look it up. Yeah. <laughs> and then for dessert, I went to Cinnamon Snail to get my donut fix and pastry fix i didn't actually have lunch there but they they made they had um a whoopie pie that was just amazing and we had the lavender scone that was delicious so Mm. um Mm-hmm. And then I had to get the cinnamon snail, which is their take on a cinnamon roll, which mm. is one of the best I've had. Oh wow! Okay, what? How big was it? Like it's it's like it this. Big, it's it it's big. gigantic. Yeah, yeah. It's and, like this big. <laughs> and how were and how were the prices for all of these? Um, Hip City Veg is nine dollars for the for the um, disco chicken. Mm-hmm. It's a little. It's a little bit more expensive than I remember Philly being, but I haven't been in the Philly one for a couple years, so mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the price of the separate vegan meal was at Mana because my parents paid. <laughs> and so it was cheap. It was, it was free, <laughs> but you're not going to probably go with your parents. So. Yeah, right. Um, and then Blossom was $9 for the... <clears throat> Blossom du jour. Blossom du jour was $9 for the tofu scramble burrito. Mm-hmm. And then cinnamon snail, it ranges from $2.50 for a chocolate covered donut up to $6.50 for the whoopie pie. Right. Okay, cool. So, so but their sandwiches are a little bit more expen- expensive. They're like $12 or $13 for a burger or san- one of their sandwiches. And is there a side? Uh, like, is it just the burger or does it come does with. Does it come with. Fries or some sort of side, and I'm maybe that's remember. why. In which no, case. I don't think it comes with the side. I think okay. it's just the burger. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it cool. is a little bit more expensive than other places. Yeah. Well, but it's in New York City. It's in New York City. So it might not be expensive if you're in New York City. <laughs> I no. You know. What I, I mean, mean. Yeah. I mean, you can. There's definitely cheaper places than okay. Cinnamon Snail. But, you know, it's it's convenient. It's right there at Madison Square Garden, which uh, Terry's is down the street. It's a little bit cheaper. It's about $9 for a sandwich. Right. And I think there's another Blossom Du Jour down the street on yeah. 23rd from Terry, too. I don't know Terry. 
Oh, you've never been to Terry? I've never been to Terry. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah, T-E-R-R-Y? T-E-R-R-I. I. Yeah, they have two locations. Oh, all right. And it's a restaurant or a bakery? It's it's a restaurant, but they only have counter seating. Okay. And I think it's on 23rd in New York City. Okay, great. Okay, terrific. Um, I went to... um, Luzerne, Pennsylvania, to go to Nucleus. Uh, it is a vegan raw food restaurant, and it was fabulous. Um, I did take a video, um, which he's going to get into this <laughs> vlog, um, and uh, I had um, a grasshopper juice, um, and uh, I did forget to say what was in that juice in the video. So here it is. The grasshopper juice consists of cucumber, celery, ginger, lemon, kale, and apple. It was divine. Um, and um, I had a build-a-dish. Uh, they have different ways of building a dish. And uh, again, the video will go into that. Uh, and I had a uh, what I called a walnut burger, but it's actually called a nucleus burger. Um, it is a walnut burger, though, with greens, tomatoes, onions, and the nucleus sauce, uh, which is a secret. And <laughs> um, it is just a fabulous place. Um, the owner is wonderful. The people there are wonderful. They'll When they say goodbye to you, they say that they're grateful for you. And it's just this very um, earthy... Um, um, loving kind of restaurant uh, in this out-of-the-way little place called Luzerne, Pennsylvania, near Scranton. Um, And it was just wonderful. And again, you know, two thumbs up is what I say to that restaurant. Yeah. And I hope you enjoy the video. So as you can see, Nucleus in Luzerne, one room looks like a living room. It's very comfortable and easygoing. Little TV over there. Okay, and if you go over here, there's another, there's a piano. It's very comfortable, very natural looking. And then over here is where the kitchen is and where you order the food. Very nice people. John, 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 uh, Dan. Why am I saying John? Dan, yeah. wave. That's Dan, the owner. Is that it? Am I done? Yeah, you're done. You can get back to work. So that's Dan, the owner, who is very, very sweet. And uh, soon I'm going to be eating something, and I will continue my review. This is the, the walnut burger. I just cut it in half. I showed you the picture before. Um, and I can't wait until I try it. Let's, let's give this a shot. Mm. It's messy, which I love because it's fun. Wow. He said this is one of his best sellers, and I could understand why. This is really delicious. This is zucchini bread, too. And remember, this is all raw. It's all raw food. So this is really amazing. And now I'm going to try this. This is a -a Build-A-Dish. And what I asked for was uh, on a bed of lettuce. Uh, There were other, there was uh, on a bed of, let me see what their menu says. There was on a uh, living bread or nori seaweed. And I wanted on, on lettuce. So it's on lettuce. And it's their cashew tuna with their nucleus, um, 
Thousand Island dressing made out of cashews. So let's, here's a little bit of tuna. Let's give it a shot. It's gorgeous and it's so big. Oh, mm hmm This is really, really good. I recommend this place. That everybody here that's just so nice and when they say goodbye, they say, we are grateful for you, which is really sweet. And it's just a very homey place. They have a piano, which I showed you before, and, and just great food and great people. So two thumbs up for, for Nucleus in Luzerne, Pennsylvania. Thanks. Hi, I just got my green smoothie here, um, actually juice. It's called Grasshopper, and it's not named after the grasshopper actually it's named after a bar that the owner used to go to so anyway here it is mm. wow this is so delicious i wish you could try it i'll be back when i get the food so now we got some vegan news to go yes. through um pcrm is suing Southern California schools for serving processed meat. They're trying to get processed meat taken off of um, the menus at their schools. And they're doing this because one, in 2015, there was a, there was a finding that processed meats caused like bacon, sausage, and ham are carcinogenic. And LA schools have a rule that the that um, <laughs> now I lost my point. So PCRM saying they're not a lot. They shouldn't be serving these unhealthy foods to school children. But then, of course, the meat industry came back and said they're perfectly fine. But what else are they supposed to say? I mean, right. I you know. Cigarette companies said the same thing in the 40s and right. or the 50s and 60s when cigarettes were trying to be taken away. Well, you know, we all want to protect ourselves. Yeah. Unfortunately, some people do it no matter what the consequences are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then also, the LA's going to be, once LA gets some of these vegan options in, other schools are going to have to follow suit. So... LA schools are also planning to serve vegan options in the fall. Um, Yay, LA! <laughs> so that's a good sign. I mean, this is this is going out to six hundred and fifty thousand children that will have access to vegan options at their schools. Yeah. So that's a lot of kids. And then I don't know. Should we talk about banning the Big Mac? That's not really part of this kids eating school lunches but but it is important i mean yeah i would say go ahead go yeah I, so ellie's <laughs> also trying to ban uh the big the mcdonald's being served at the schools and being used as fundraisers also i mean it's a lot of money they've raised they've mm -hmm. raised 200 2.5 million dollars for the school which Personally, I don't think schools should have to raise money, but that's my own political <laughs> well, problem. That's, that's, another, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. But that's this is exciting that, <laughs> yeah, but this is exciting that we could really change 
how food is seen in schools if LA passes both of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wonderful. I hope so. Hope it comes down to all the schools at one point. But let's do one step at a time. <laughs> okay, um, the news that I have to share is, um, well, we all know that China uh, is not the best when it comes to animal rights. Um, and there is a uh, a vegan skincare line. Um, um, where, uh, the entrepreneur is Fo- uh, Phoebe Song, I guess. Um, and she was trying to get into um, the Chinese market, but she found out that um, the Chinese government mandates animal testing for imported cosmetic uh, skincare products. Um, so, uh, you know, she she now has, of course, um, she was very disappointed about this because, of course, you know, China is a huge market. Um, and as any, you know, uh, business owner, they want to make money, they want to grow. Uh, so this is something that she really had to deal with. Uh, but of course, you know, she's not going to do that. She is vegan. Um, but uh, I can go into all these different things. But what it comes down to is that there are companies that um, that that say that they don't test on animals, that they say they are, you know, have vegan um, uh, options uh, for their products. However, um, because they want to get into the Chinese market, they are not as they really say. So um, the, some of the major brands include L'Oreal, Estee Lauder, Shiseido, which I never heard of. Have you? <laughs> Uh, oh, you have? Yeah, okay. they make um, shampoos and I think okay. they, they make different makeup, yeah. And Procter and Gamble, which is, you know, come on, Procter and Gamble is <laughs> the worst when it comes to animal testing, so in my opinion. Um, so none of those firms uh, among the top far, uh, foreign cosmetics and skincare companies selling in China responded to a request for comment. So uh, they are not commenting. I wonder why. Um, let me see. There are some things here that I wanted to say. Uh, Estee Lauder said that it, it, in quotes, it does not test on animals and we never ask others to do so on our behalf. Uh, end of quotes. According to a statement on its website, if a regulatory body demands it for its safety or regulatory assessment, an exception can be made. So, you know, the thing here is, is that um, something to really look out for is that, again, it's, you know, all as always, it's a personal uh, choice for you. Uh, I choose to go for vegan companies. I'd rather not just get a vegan product from a non-vegan company. Um, that, that being said, it doesn't mean I never have because sometimes you don't have a choice. But if there's a choice, I'd rather go for a vegan company because I'm going to be able to trust that. Um, these are people who just are, have vegan products because they want to make money, you know, so it's not going to be important to them. Um, I do want to say, though, uh, a 2013 estimate uh, by the people for the ethical treatment of animals found that China's mandatory regulations resulted in companies testing products on as many as 300,000 animals. Uh, and it's probably, you know, higher now. Uh, according to the organization's senior vice president, who explained that an animal is killed for a test. Um, after a test. After a test. I'm sorry. Which, I mean, 
I can't imagine what they go through. I, I just don't even want to think about this. Okay. While there are alternative ways of testing the safety of beauty products, for instance, by using 3D tissue models, experts said China currently lacks the know-how. Um, I did want to say, let me see. Uh, there's so much to say here, but we don't have the time. Um, now, um, L'Oreal is one of the firms that is taking advantage of this uh, and some of its products such as shampoo and body wash uh, and they are no longer animal tested in China according to its website. Um, I don't really understand that though. If oh, you... it was right, it was in the paragraph before about there's some providence, provis providences, <laughs> <laughs> problem, some, some areas in the country. Okay don't require the animal testing on soaps okay. and lotions. Okay, good. Um, so what I'm going to leave you with when it comes to this is... Um, I'm sorry, give me a second. <laughs> uh, maybe that's it. Okay, that's good. <laughs> There are a lot of great small brands yes. that don't test on animals. Mm -hmm. Those, are, I mean, you're supporting a small vegan company, mm -hmm. and that's probably more important than convenience and price. Definitely more important. Because <laughs> um, you're really helping a company that's getting started, that's trying to do the right thing, and your money's just 100% of your money's going to them to either pay their bills to promote the company, you know, so all of that is more helpful than going to some of these bigger brands. But I definitely understand that there are some brands like Lush that goes out of their way to have yeah. vegan products. And there are some bigger companies that are strictly vegan. So, and, um, my, co the, the cosmetics that I get is called ELF, E-L-F. Um, and, uh, at one point, um, I could only get them in Target, but now I see them in CVS. I've seen them in some grocery stores and I can't think of who right now. I'm sorry. Um, but they, they are moving around now. They are really inexpensive and I mean, really inexpensive. I mean, a mascara, which is quite a bit of money could be one or $2. I mean, it's really, uh, very inexpensive. They do a good job. I don't have a problem with their mascara. I only get their mascara, eyeliner, uh, concealer, and lipstick. Um, and I'm loving every single one of them. So, you know, that's great. And makeup remover. I get that too. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, and now they have, they have nail polish too, which I just got. So anyway, there are choices out there. You don't have to go to a company um, that is not vegan just to get a vegan product. So... That's that. So our topic today um, is what does living a vegan lifestyle mean? Um, and I'm just so excited about this topic because that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. So um, I was talking to my younger son who's turning 30 this weekend. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> uh, incredible. Um yeah, he, he's, my baby is 30. I keep on telling everybody I'm 24. It's the new math. Get used to it. 
That's okay. I just turned 50 and my mom tells everyone that she's only 44. So oh, okay. I understand. There you go. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even 44. <laughs> I'm 59, almost 60. So here it goes. Um, I spoke to my son about it. He goes, mom, it's, it's very simple. And this is a quote from Jared Montal. What I consider to be vegan is when you have a, when you have a reasonable option, you choose the vegan option. It's so simple. So basically he was talking to me and it's so true. I, I totally agree with him anyway, is that, um, and again, this comes down to your personal choice again, but what he means by a reasonable option is, um, if, if you wanted a certain product, um, we were talking about cosmetics, it could be cosmetics, uh, you know, um, hair dye or, you know, whatever it is. And, and you're looking for a certain type of product, um, whether it be cleaning or otherwise, and um, there is a, you know, you, you're so used to getting whatever brand you're getting, but it wasn't vegan, but there is another vegan, but there are vegan uh, substitutes for that. That's what you would get, the vegan substitutes. You wouldn't continue with the non-vegan version of it. Um, however, uh, and this is, you know, Jared's point of view, however, if you're dying and you need medication <laughs> and the medication isn't vegan, well, you know, let's, you know, save your life. So I understand his point of view. Um, I totally get that. Um, the problem though, in my eyes, is the word reasonable. So what is reasonable? I know it's a personal choice, but if you are truly a vegan, that that reasonable word means something maybe differently than someone else. Um, for instance, um, I live and breathe veganism. I live and breathe animal rights. And um, a couple of years ago, I went to the dentist and I was getting um, an implant done. <laughs> and uh, I can't believe I'm telling you this, but um, it was a very emotional uh, situation for me because what happened was is they told me they wanted to put a graft so like a bone in my gums to make it stronger to withhold withhold the implant um, and I said well wait a minute it's bone and he said yes and I said okay wait a minute where is this bone coming from now I could have said no that's reasonable I want a nice mouth but it wasn't reasonable to me because I'm not going to put my vanity in front of someone else's pain and death. And I just can't do that. I can't do that. Um, so I became hysterical and I started crying in the middle of my, and I mean, cry. I wasn't tearing. I was sobbing. I was just, I got to say, oh my God, I'm going to look like a hillbilly. So where did the bone come from? So uh, he, he did say that, yes, the bone does come from human being, uh, from animals. He says there are sometimes that it doesn't. He goes, let me just make sure about um, where this one comes from. I'll be right back. And um, and thank goodness he did. He said that uh, there was only one one left that was of a human being. Um, and uh, and you know again, you have to know who to trust and all that. Uh, but I really trust my dentist. He's a fabulous dentist. Uh, and. Uh, um, if anybody really wants a great, great dentist that you could trust, let me know. <laughs> but um, so, did you find so out really where these trust. bones come from, or like? Um, 
He was, he did explain things to me, but I honestly don't remember all okay. that much because I was hysterical <laughs> thinking, oh, I'm sorry, I had thought I was going to put my hair back. I'm getting warm. Um, I, I was thinking I was going to look like a hillbilly for the rest of my life. And I was, and I would, I believe me, I would, there was no way that animal was going to put their bone in, in me unless I saw a written consent so the human bone. bone the human bone was okay, but... Well, because the humans are, are, are saying, no, I want to be a donor. Okay. To me, that's different. If an animal, if, if, if a cow said, hey, I want to be a donor, to, <laughs> you know, that's different. But they're not saying that. <laughs> they are being taken by force, and that's not acceptable. It's just not acceptable. Okay. To me, if it's not acceptable to the human being, for the human being, it shouldn't be acceptable to them. Yep. That's my a personal opinion. Um, do you have any... Yeah, I mean, for me, I was thinking about this, and for me, being vegan is doing the least amount of harm. Yeah. And I have a problem with guns. I don't like violence. Mm. Um, Isn't he wonderful? (laughs) Isn't he wonderful, guys? (laughs) I try to, you know, I protest against violence. I don't, it's not acceptable in our society, especially a society that... We shouldn't be fighting over anything. It should. We're adults. We should be able to work it out. But I know that's not. Yeah. But so you got to start somewhere, and by starting starting taking violence out of your diet makes you more compassionate towards people and other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's for me where it comes from, and it's tough. It is being vegan is tough when you take it to a level. That we want to we want to do the best we can, and it is hidden, and you have to do your research. And okay, it, byproducts are animal byproducts are that they are products that these companies are trying to squeeze every nickel to get more money. So they are selling whatever is left over. If it's not for food, it's it's broken down and it's used for something yeah. else. Whatever's left over is made into hot dogs or it's screened off and it's made in, you know, whey or... They use everything. They they use everything that they can to make a little bit more money. So it is hard to find these animal products and some things. And they even change the names to make it more acceptable or they, they break yeah. it down to the chemical name. So, so you don't know. So you don't know. You Pull really, it's all, you know. I shouldn't your, say that anymore. No, it's, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I said. <laughs> acrylic <laughs> over your eyes. Pull um, the ray on over your eyes. So, yeah, it's, you know, you're, you're constantly having to keep up on these terms and the scientific terms. Yeah. Just to, like, be, a, you, you have to be aware. And since becoming vegan. Mm-hmm. The, the term ignorance is bliss, I totally understand. Like, when I was ignorant about all this stuff, my life was... Oh, so it, wasn't, it wasn't better, but it was definitely easier where I could just walk into a restaurant and eat and not have to... And, and easier. Say, you know, you use the word difficult. I don't find it difficult at all. Except for... I don't find living vegan difficult. I, I find living in a non-vegan world being a vegan difficult yes yes that's what i meant yeah Yeah. okay and um what were you just saying i'm sorry you just said uh what makes it easier i'm sorry i can't think of what you just oh well i mean (laughs) ignorance is easier ignorance is bliss right and and that's the thing is um 
in uh, that movie with the red pill and the blue pill. Um, yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. I am just, <laughs> I am not thinking, and it's one of my, I love this movie. Um, the Matrix. The Matrix, thank you. I love that movie. Um, but, you know, if, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, I, I always forget which color it is, but if you take a certain pill, the blue pill or the red one, um, you you see the reality of your world. And, um, and it's not a pretty sight. <laughs> um, and you can't go back. You just, you can never go back once you see it. You see it. You can't not see what you've already seen. Um, and that's what it's like when you're vegan. Um, so to be vegan, um, and, and, you know, there's, there's the pescatarian and there's ovo-lacto-vegetarian and there's vegetarian, which means that you don't have any, uh, that you only have dairy. You don't have eggs. You don't have fish. Um, and then there's vegan. Okay. Uh, and it's amazing. But even with vegan, there are levels or, or at least, I don't know if there are even levels. I don't think there are any levels. It's just that people see it differently or, well, there's or, definitely or different differently. versions of vegan. Cause like I see plant-based as you're just concerned about health. It's and just about, eating. it's just about, it's really just about you. And when you're, when you're eating plant-based, but some people say instead of plant-based, I'll, I eat, I'm vegan, but you're not vegan. Right. If you're still wearing leather, you're yeah. still. If, yeah. It, being wool. vegan means that you are living a life where you do not want to cause harm to all animals, all animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and you will do your very best not to. And that's really what veganism means. Uh, but if you're doing it just for health reasons, it's not vegan. It's eating a plant-based diet. Yeah. Yeah. And some people do say, a veg- I, I eat a vegan diet, which, okay, I can respect that versus... I'm vegan. I'm vegan. Yeah. It doesn't make you vegan. So t- what makes you vegan is that attitude. You don't want to do any harm. Um, but to put it more in a, a more specific role, you don't eat any animal products or byproducts. You don't wear leather, fur, wool, silk, pearls. I mean, people don't even think about jewelry, but it includes pearls, mother of pearl, anything like that. Um, it means having vegan um, uh, cleaning products and personal care products, um, you know, and, and just living your life, you know, without wanting to do any harm. I mean, uh, we do our very best in taking out the insects from our home instead of killing them. Um, of course, if you're infested, that's a little different. Um, and there's the reasonable part again. Yeah. Um, um, so that's really what it comes down to. So I have, I did a little homework um, because I, I can't remember everything. I don't know if you've noticed that about me, <laughs> but I, I can't. Um, so casein is a protein uh, derivative, right? Um, all right, so casein is the protein found in all mammals' milk. All, even us. <laughs> uh, all mammals' milk. Um, and it is found in all dairy products. And what I did not know is it's also found in some lunch meats. Did you know that? Uh, I did not know that. Vegan lunch meats or just lunch meats? Lunch meats. Just lunch meats? Yeah. No, I I mean, I I haven't had non... Well, it can't be in vegan lunch meats because it's casein. Well, they're... I'm sorry, vegetarian lunch meats. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. See, there you go. (laughs) Um, But it's also found, which again, I did not know, in... uh, 
caramel, I forgot the L here, caramel uh, coloring, brown sugar flavoring, Bavarian cream flavoring, coconut cream flavoring, and natural chocolate flavoring. So it's not just dairy, which I did not realize. So yeah, I learned something. It, it's also, it's, I've seen it in some of the vegetarian cheeses. Mm. Um, Follow Your Heart has a cheese that it says dairy free on it, mm-hmm. but casein is in the product. So yeah. it's kind of, you really do have to read the ingredients. You really do. Because Follow Your Heart does have vegan cheeses, but there's a couple that are not. Um, there's an almond cheese that also has casein in it. It's so frustrating. There's no reason for it. They could use pea protein. They could use another yeah. plant-based protein. It's it's one of those silly things that, mm-hmm. you know, you think, especially when it says dairy-free, that there's actually dairy in it. It's just not dairy. <laughs> when when it says dairy-free, that's a good one. I'm glad you brought that up. When, when it says dairy-free, it doesn't mean it's vegan. It means that people who are locked out, lack lactose intolerant can have it that's really all it means it, that's really all yeah. it means um yeah so, i've yeah. seen that in other things too um there's the little creamers you get that say dairy free on them but mm-hmm. they do have cases yeah dairy free does not mean vegan look closer uh in fact if it says dairy free you pretty much know <laughs> i think um also rennet r-e-n-n-e-t uh it's an all cheese and what it is, it's from a calf, uh, and it's extracted from inner membrane of the fourth stomach chamber, and, and it helps the cheese stay together. And, and you know, what is it? Congeal? Is that yeah, the right word? Yeah, I guess. Um, so it's in... Um, oh, the, not, not that it's in. Uh, it's in all cheeses except for kosher cheese and vegan cheese. Um and the vegan sub, there are vegan substitutes, otherwise we couldn't have vegan cheese, right? So the vegan substitutes for rennet is fig juice, which I thought was cool, dried caper leaves, nettles, thistles, mallow, and ground ivy, which is also called Creeping Charlie. Um, so even, so cheese really isn't even vegetarian then, if it's got the stomach lining. That's what I wanted to bring up. You know, what happened was, is I started off years ago as a pescatarian. Then I went to a vegetarian. I was a vegetarian for like two weeks, maybe, uh, because I real once I realized that rennet was in it. I didn't even know when I became a vegetarian. I'm like, that's not even cheese is not even vegetarian. So saying that you're a vegetarian means that basically, you're not. It means nothing. <laughs> it means that you care. I shouldn't say it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But you know what I mean. It, it there's you're still eating meat. You're still eating meat without realizing it. Um, and again, there goes pulling the cotton over your eyes. <laughs> I'm not going to say well. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I don't think you'll see it as an ingredient in the cheese. No. No, you don't. If, 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 it's, if it's cheese and it's not kosher or vegan, it has it in it. I didn't even know that. I just thought it was some cheese. Yeah. So once I realized that, I said... What am I doing? Why am I playing games? Let's just go vegan. So that's what I did. So anyway, so that's what rennet is. Um, the other one is whey, W-H-E-Y. Uh, and that is a liquid remaining after milk has been curdled and strained. It is a byproduct of the manufacture of cheese and casein. So that's all I have on that. Um, and you have to be 
be you have to look out for way too because it sneaks into a lot of products that you would think don't have it breads um i just saw something with it and it was weird i don't know if it was a candy or some kind of bar or something Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of protein bars use it because it is a protein so you have to just be careful you really have and it's it's only four letters, so it's easy to skip when you're looking <laughs> when you're looking for products. But it sometimes it comes up in the allergen that the in the allergen list that when you see allergens, yeah, yeah. Uh, milk and you know usually wheat or soy are in there. But if you see well milk, sometimes it it does show up as mm-hmm. a allergen. Yeah. Um, so before I go into the next thing, um, I just wanted to say that there is a vegan app. Um, that you got to get on your cell phone. Uh, I have a Droid. I know I, I had it. I, I, I don't even use it because I know what I get. <laughs> um, but um, uh, but there is an app, and um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Um, but basically, you just scan it over the what do you call those things? Barcode. Um, the barcodes, um, and it'll tell you if a product is vegan. So you don't even have to think anymore. If you have that app, that would be a really great thing. Check it out on your. On your uh... the one I use is animal products. Oh, okay, you have one. Yeah, I have one. Okay. So I use that. Um, the problem is it's only for food, right? Yes, I it's, believe it's, it's only, only for, for food, food. So. Um, and some of the problems is there are, there is, there's animal glycerin, and there is plant-based glycerin. The yes. vegan products make sure to say plant-based, but you know your soaps. Yeah, um, yeah I have pro- that right here. You, you do have glycerin in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it's plant based and sometimes it's not, and you never know what they, which one they're using. So just make sure. Now, also, when it's vegan, it it should have a vegan logo on it, and there's two different kinds of notice. One is a little bunny hopping. <laughs> um, Right? And what was, yeah. what's the other one? I can't think. It's actually um, the little V logo. Right, the little V logo with a, you know, in a circle. Um, so that's what you look for. And there are products that say not tested on animals. That doesn't mean it's vegan. I mean, thank goodness. I'm glad that they're not testing on animals. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have any vegan, uh, that they, they don't have any animal byproducts in it. So, again, look for that, that logo. Um, so... We, you were talking about glycerin and other products, uh, and here it here it goes again. Um, there, there's so much out there that needs to be known um, in personal care products, like you were saying. Um, there's glycerin is found in in is is found in animal and vegetable fat. So again, look for the label, look for the vegan label uh, logo. Uh, shampoos have panthenol, amino acids, and vitamin B, all animal or can be at least animal uh, products. Um, then there was also white and brown sugar, um, and they use bone char for the coloring. Um, I didn't know brown sugar was that. Yeah, okay. I didn't know that. Uh, but that's what I read. I thought they used the brown, yeah. the bone char to make it white. White, yeah. yeah. Um, so when I, re- that's what I thought too. When I read, they said no, you know, some brown sugars too. So look for, you know, organic or vegan. So, um Anyway, so that's what I, I read about that. Uh, but 
at the beginning, I was talking about, you know, uh, a reasonable uh, decision. You know, you have to take things as they come and make a reasonable choice. Um, the difficult part about being vegan is knowing that you're not 100%, even if you feel like you're 100%. I mean, yeah, I, I am as 100% as I could possibly be, I think. Um, and then I, I'll find something else out. Um, and, and, it, and it's tough and um, it unnerves me. And I do a lot of crying sometimes uh, when I realize, uh, oh, my goodness, you know, here I think I'm being so great. However, I find out this. So I'm just going to go over this. And it's not because I, I want to go over these things. And it's not because I want to drive you crazy <laughs> um, or drive me crazy. Um, but it's to make sure that we stay humble. Because honestly, as good as we are, no one can be 100% and live in this society. It's just not going to happen. So uh, for instance, drywall, we have it in our houses, okay? Um, it's gypsum plaster sheets has stearic acid and oleic acid. And apparently, uh, stearic acids, um, uh, I know I have it here somewhere. Um, oh, here. Um, it's used, oh, wait. All right, I'm sorry, I don't know where it is. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it's here somewhere. It's a lot of things written down. Uh, but stearic acid, apparently, and oleic acid is not vegan. Okay, um, paint has casein in it. Here I'm thinking casein is only in food. It isn't. It's in paint. Um, so, you know, uh, do your best to get vegan paint. It is out there. Uh, asphalt has glycerin in it. So the roads that we drive on, our driveways has is is not um vegan um i recently and I, I i remember telling you a few months ago i found out that ink ink in our pens in our computers um you know whatever it is ink has um are, are tested on animals so that is not vegan um uh bic 3m and scotch uh, test on animals. So that is, is not a good thing. Um, I also heard lighters and the bubble, you know, that you mail things out, also not vegan. Um, uh, there are vegan pens though. Um, and when I use up the million pens that I already have, um, I will definitely purchase vegan pens. Maybe you could start selling them. <laughs> I was actually th talking to David about that. You know, because he has a great store. You have to check it out and uh, maybe he could start selling them. But anyway, so the vegan pens, tape and glue are Pilot and Duck. Um, those are the two companies that I know of. Um, uh, and Gorilla Glue and Elmer's are both vegan. Oh. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know Elmer's was vegan. It wasn't at one point. Yeah. And then I mean, it turned vegan a while back. Yeah. Well, that's so the that's thing good. is, the you know, a lot of animal products have gotten expensive mm -hmm. so and they're not as good as the products that are coming out yeah so by making them by making non-animal products cheaper and better there's no reason to use the those old products no reason not one <laughs> okay tires uh check with the manufacturer if they use animal-based stearic acid um Oh, and the, here it is. So, stearic acid helps the rubber in tires hold shape 
under steady surface friction. Uh, Michelin and Kender uh, use, no, they're vegan. They're the ones that are vegan, uh, but they use stearic acid that's from tree oil, but most of them are not. They're, they're animal um, products. Uh, glue in woodwork and musical instruments. Now, my husband's a musician. He's vegan, but he's, he's a musician. And, um, you know, so, you know, you don't realize it. Um, but there's a, the animal glue made, they use animal glue uh, that's made from boiling animal tissue and bone. Yeah. Um, and that, that could have changed, too. Yeah, I guess so. But it's also hard to find out. So if you buy an instrument, trying to figure out, go back to the manufacturer and say, is this glue vegan? Yeah. They're not going to know. Well, They may know, but sometimes they don't know. What I read, though, is that they can't use vegetable ones. Now, of course, I I didn't... I I don't remember what year this was when I was reading it. Um... But they were saying how the vegan glue just doesn't hold up to the abuse that um, that these um, musical instruments take. So I don't know. Um, but yes, that is a good point, and uh, it, it maybe it's changed. Um, so that's that. Uh, biofuels use animal fats. Fireworks are not vegan. They use stearic acid. Um, which is used to coat the metal powders, such as those aluminum and iron. Fabric softener, uh, if you use fabric softener, downy fabric softener contains, okay, forgive me if I say this wrong, uh, dihydrogenated tallow dimethyl ammonium chloride, which comes from cattle, sheep, and horse industry. Um, So that's that. Um, So the... And um, also, when I was looking for a mattress a couple of years ago, mattresses, unless it's vegan mattress, has wool in it. Yeah. That was one of those times that I started crying. I was so upset that I've been sleeping in in wool all this time. And here I won't wear wool, you know, but yet I'm sleeping in it. So, um, yeah, I get very emotional about this stuff. So, <laughs> um, so, you know, the thing here is, is that, um, we do the best we can, you know, we don't want to cause harm. We don't want to cause harm to each other. We don't want to cause harm to, uh, to non-human animals, uh, and to the environment. And, um, and you just do the very, very best you can. And when there is a choice, choose vegan. So you can just do the best you can. It really is. The world is set against you mm-hmm. right now. It's changing. It's changing pretty quick. Um, but it is still tough to find some things and find alternatives. Yeah. So, you know, if you're moving in the right direction, that's wonderful. If you're going slowly, that's fine as long as you're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Um, but I do want to just say, you know... Yes, be kind to yourself. Um, Yes, um, it is a personal choice. But as you're making these choices, please question yourself. Are you truly doing the best you can? Or are you just doing what you can at the moment? You know, there is a big difference. Um, Choose, you know, just don't take yourself for granted and what you can and cannot do really question yourself and really 
educate yourself and and do the very very best you can do not what you feel like doing <laughs> you know that's all i i really wanted to say do you have any anything else that you wanted to bring up nope it's just doing the best you can mm -hmm. yeah so i would like to leave with a quote um the question is not can they reason nor can they talk but rather can they suffer it's by jeremy bentham an english philosopher jurist and social reformer and the founder of modern utilitarianism uh, from 1748 to 1832 the question is not can they reason nor can they talk but rather can they suffer it's a great quote so thank you um please leave a review on itunes and join our our facebook group vegan styled life and thank you for listening. And also, we are on YouTube, so please like us there. Uh, just yeah, click, please click subscribe. the thumbs up. <laughs> yes, yeah, please, please subscribe. Su please subscribe. Please, please, please. Um, thank you so much. We are looking forward to um, sharing our time with you in a couple of more weeks for our fourth set, uh, our fourth show. Yep. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Okay. All right. What do you think? Good.